You're listening to Manufacturing Ignition Recruitment Advice, bringing you right up to date on the latest recruitment information, trends and discussions to help you recruit the best people for your business. Sponsored by Bonfire Recruitment, helping manufacturing leaders across the UK to attract the best talent for their manufacturing company. Ignite your business or career today by visiting www.bonfirerecruitment.com. Here's your hosts, Terry Mallin and Scott Buchanan. So in this episode of the Manufacturing Ignition Recruitment Advice, we're going to discuss have you thought about succession planning? What are you thinking, Scott? As in, you know, a succession? Well, I've thought certainly about it for for, for the office. Um, I, I think... Um, <laughs> Kevin and Baxter probably should uh, play in the same room together. <laughs> for, for those tuning in for the first time, Kevin and Baxter are uh, unfortunately myself and Scott's uh, dogs that we have uh, in the office, which is... Uh, but, uh, well, we tried it once, didn't we? We tried to get them in the same the same room together, but um, yeah, the, uh, it was a whirlwind experience, I think it's fair to say. Uh, it was, it was, and I don't but, think either of them were that happy. But from a succession planning perspective within, you know, businesses, I mean, j- just think of the number of roles we looked at last year. And the, one of the, you know, one of the questions that we'll always ask is, you know, the reason behind what, what's going on. And um, what, what we, you know, when we looked at the, you know, the, the, the if, if you look at what we've done, the majority of them are actually due to the business itself not having thought this through. You know the reason for the vacancy far enough in front, so therefore they need to you know hire external help. Now it's it's great for us and, and you know companies like us, but actually if they you know the company has actually planned out you know a strategy, you know a three year, five year strategy, whatever it is, then you know people like ourselves probably wouldn't be getting as much business. Um, so I, I guess it's kind of a it's a double edged sword for us, Terry. I don't know how much depth we want to give in this one. <laughs> what do you think? Yeah, yeah I, th- I think I think you know I think the first first protocol is you know kind of what is succession planning because we kind of take it for granted that everyone knows what succession planning is, but the reality is probably you know it's it's, it's not as, it's not as commonly known. I think it within the bigger companies and the more proactive companies are certainly take advantage of succession planning. So kind of just to give you the sort of Google terminology for what succession planning is. So succession planning is a process for identifying and developing new leaders who can replace old leaders when they leave, die or retire. I think retire comes before die though. So before they leave, retire or die, you know. So succession planning increases the availability of experienced and capable employees that are prepared to assume these roles as they become available. So what it kind of creates within your organisation is a pipeline of talent that should your star employee, your you know your star commercial director, your star finance director, whatever it might be, if something unfortunate had to happen to that individual, you as a business wouldn't be left exposed, but you would have someone that could slot in to that position as required. And from a, you know, we'll go through a couple of bullet points, but from a, from a business point of view, that is a great thing because what it actually promotes is really good behaviours within the company. And actually people see a career rather than it just being a job. And I think also there's a, there's an, um, what that also tying in with that, Terry, is there, there's an element of culture, stroke ethos 
that the company, you know, you, you have, you know, let's call it a bonfire employee. Do you know that way? There's certain qualities and there's certain training, there's certain focus points that, that, that we want in the organization. Do you know that way? And that will actually naturally come through through the you know through the methodology of, of succession planning as well, which means that actually the customer on the other side of the fence is actually seeing consistency irrelevant of what's happening, you know, inside the, the manufacturing organization. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, and to give you an idea, you know, a perfect example is my uh, stepdad who's um, he's been a successful businessman for 30 odd years. Now he's got retirement on the horizon, but no one that can take up the mantle at the minute. And he's kind of in a situation where he's kind of left it to the last minute. You know, he'll need to get someone in quick. He'll need to train them up quick. And then, you know, because this is more about years rather than months to do. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, you know, it's important that, that, that that's at the front of mind. To kind of go through a couple of sort of key points in with the benefit of succession plan. So it's a great opportunity for existing employees to see a career path. Uh, and it maintains, you know, increases skill sets, and ensuring that they get the right and the best fit for for their business, um, or for your business, should I say? Uh, any other belt points, Scott? What you're saying is is exactly the, the point of you've got to identify. I think the important factor is whether you're retiring, getting hit by a bus, or you know, it's important to identify who's important within your business. Do you know that way? And then who have you got or what process have you got behind that if, you know, you know, something bad was to happen for whatever reason? And I think by doing that, it's, it's naturally going to come through. But, you know, g- greater understanding of the business, you know, finding future leaders allows the, you know, the, the, the strength in numbers, you know, of the workforce to come out as well. Um, and it also it could well mean as well that, you know, the weaknesses, are shown as well, which some companies don't necessarily want to see, which can't be ideal. But um, you know, look, see, see the end of the day, Terry. See if all organisations did, you know, the, the future planning piece. So, in an ideal world, what you would have is you would have, a, you know, a working manufacturing business. You would have a graduate program. You would have an apprentice program, and you know, the the the, the natural growth factors would kick in, and people that are self wouldn't wouldn't be in a job. Do you know that way? But but what tends to happen is, and I think it's fair to say to a point that, you know, the companies that don't have a significant um, strategy behind all this, you know, really, you know, do need to, to hire external help to, to allow, you know, their business to, to do what's doing there. Or that the culture, you know, that, that that particular company is maybe not investing in their staff as much as they maybe should. Do you know that way? Which, again, would help from a succession planning perspective. So, um, maybe maybe I'm I'm talking at a tongue here. It's not like me, but um, yeah, I think um, succession planning in 2018 is more important than ever because at the end of the day, it's it's the future of your business, and just as likely, uh, you know, along the lines of, and actually, Terry, just think this through, you know, the succession planning, and again, maybe I shouldn't say this, but should it be a person? Do that way. If there's a you know, as an automated process, it could kick in. You know, should that be an alternative or at least considered as well? I don't know. Yeah, I think it. I think it's. Uh, I think it, You know, for a person, it has to be a personal perspective on the basis. Yeah, actually, the person that's. You know, so this doesn't need to be someone that owns a business or that. It can actually be someone you know who heads up a department, who heads up well, a team. This can, this can be at any level. 
That's what I was thinking of. But I mean, I've even last year, you know, I was working around manufacturing businesses within engineering, and and you know that the quality department, for example, was you know twenty heads, you know, looking at you know piece, you know pieces of metal. Do you know that way? And I'm thinking, you know, that that's that's all very fair and good, and that's good for the people doing that. But actually, surely, you know, the the modern, you know. The, you know, scanning facility, you know, making sure the metrology is good on the piece of metal will actually do a better job, do it quicker and more consistent. Do you know that way? So there's there's these things kind of kick in as well, Terry. Um, And I think, you know, it ensures peace of mind for the people who who have got that planning in place, saving time and money during that process. It's one of the most important aspects of a leader's role within their business. So, you know, it's definitely... If you if you if you haven't got something in place, then certainly I'd be looking at you know looking into that and actually looking at how you can start it. It can be a long process, but a very very worthwhile one. And you know certainly with talent shortages that are out there, you know you'll certainly not have that anymore anyway. That's the point, Terry. It's not a one minute. You know, it's not just a one minute job. That's the task done. Do you know that way? It really is. It's it's part of, isn't it? It's part of the company. It should be instilled as part of the, the company's, you know, ethos or or vision within it. Thanks for listening to the Manufacturing Ignition podcast. If you've made it this far, we take it that you enjoyed the show. In return, we'd love it if you'd leave us a rating and review on iTunes. Subscribe while you're there and we'll catch you for the next episode.